Good morning, good morning. Thanks for tuning in with your unapologetic commentator on this fine motherfucking Thursday, bitch. Now, if you got a blunt, you got a cigarette, whatever the fuck you got, bitch, it could be a vape. Make sure you like that shit before we get motherfucking started in this bitch. Now, this one, I'm going to keep it motherfucking light. You feel me? It's just me this time. So, I got a couple questions that I'm always asked, you feel me, and I never address. So, the first one I'm going to address is, how did I get started doing food reviews? Alright, so, even before I started posting about it, I always was the motherfucker that's always trying to go out to eat. Always tried new places. Even my friends used to be like, girl, where you be going at? And I'm just like, bitch, I be everywhere. I love trying new foods, you feel me? Now, when I first got fucking started, bitch, I started doing like, you know, like date ideas and little stuff like that. Brunch, you know, same shit I'm doing now, just a little longer. So, pretty much when I first started, you know, you go through how you want it to be. Now, the society that we live in, the persona that they give us is that everything has to be positive. Because when you think about it, motherfuckers can't, you know, take the truth. And the crazy part about the truth is, and how you actually feel, people try to act like, you feel me? Oh, I can take honesty. Oh, I can I can take criticism. But I feel like they can only take certain shit when it's not directed at them. If it's directed at somebody else, it's funny as a bitch. Or, or, you get what I'm saying? Or they agree. But when it's pointed at them, they get defensive. And that's my issue. But I've been unfiltered, honest, and blunt. I want to say, if you'd have met me in my early 20s, even in my teen years, I ain't give a fuck. You feel me? Worse than I, worse, worse than I do now. Like, I would say anything. And it didn't really matter. Like, first thing that comes to my mind now, I say, I just, depending on who I'm talking to, I watch how I say it. But I'ma still say it. But when I was in my early 20s, bitch, you couldn't tell me shit. You could have told me something hurt your feelings. I'm like, oh, okay, get over it. It's a feeling. It'll pass. And I'm still kind of like that. But at the same time, I know who I'm talking to and how to talk to them. So basically, you feel me? I went from making a little, how y'all doing today? You know, you know that soft bullshit. But not everybody wants to hear that because that make you seem like you phony as shit. So... One day, I feel like we went to Black Swan. That's what it was. Had the worst experience ever. You feel what I'm saying? Worst experience. And I think that's what did it for me. Because at that point, it was like, yo, I got to tell my motherfucking story. I got to be myself. These people deserve to know what the fuck happened to me at Black Motherfucking Swan. And to those that didn't see the video, it is pinned on my page to check it out. But I'm going to get a little into it. Now, originally, I only went to Black Swan because my mother was so pressed to fucking go. I had heard so many bad things about Black Swan that I was like, you know what? Uh, I don't even want to go to this restaurant. You feel me? Like, when you hear something so bad about a restaurant or any place, bitch, it could be the mall. It make you not really want to go how bad or how often you hear the shit. Now... I am one of those people when somebody be like, yo, that shit nasty. I believe them. I still probably try it depending on my, my emotions, my mood, but I'm not pressed. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to be my first pick. But if I get invited, it's like, oh, I ain't never been here, so let me just go. So we made the reservation, but something had came up. I think my grandfather got sick and shit, so my mother couldn't come. 
So it ends up being me and my girlfriend. Flag number one when we walked in there. You know my girlfriend, keyword girl and friend. So when we got in there, she had on like this brimless hat. But it was a part of her outfit. It was cold outside. You get what I'm saying? She needed something on a little bald ass head. So we get to the door. First red flag was the motherfucking security guard is standing outside. <laughs> looking like the security outside the club. So at this point, I'm like, is we walking into the club? Or is we walking into a restaurant? Bitch, now, when you think of Black Swan, you think about that couch with that motherfucking picture in the front, bitch. Now, when I went in there, I was expecting to see this couch so I could take a picture on the couch. Everybody, I expected it to be like a long area and everything. But when I got in there, the music was bumping, security outside, yo, like, Oh, you can't, you gotta take your head off. She like, she was like, it's it's um it's something. I forgot what she said. And then he was like, No, you gotta take your head off. So she gets in, she take her head off. We walk in. Mind you, they got a heater in the front. Why the fuck y'all ain't got no heat in the front area, but y'all got a host standing out here? I hope they fix that shit now. Then it wasn't no couch. Now I'm not sure if it was is if it's a couch now, because it's been like a year since I've been. But when I went, it wasn't no fucking couch. And we asked about the couch. You feel me? She told me somebody had broke that bitch. That mean y'all was letting two mean motherfuckers sit on this couch or it was one cheap ass motherfucking couch. I'm going to need y'all to go send that shit back to price right and at least hit value city and get it together. But I mean, that's if you in a rush. You feel what I'm saying? But I'm going to mind my business. So then we walks in there, DJ bumping in this big ass bird nest. You feel me? So I could barely hear my waitress. I could barely hear anybody talking. Let alone the motherfuckers in there sound loud as shit. Like I just walked into a cafeteria high school dance, bitch. So then when we finally get our food, service was trash. They took eons to come to our motherfucking table just to take the motherfucking order, bitch. Then we ordered some broccolini when my girlfriend did. And they never brought it out. But had the nerve to put the motherfucker on the check, bitch. Like, come on. So it was like red flag after red flag. Another couple walked in. They fucking sat down, ate some lamb chops that was on an appetizer, bitch, and then motherfucking laugh. Like, they was like, oh, we ain't feeling this shit. You couldn't hear yourself talk. If I wanted to go to a restaurant that played music that motherfucking loud, bitch, I'd have went to brunch. Or I would have went to motherfucking, um, the club, the lounge, the fuck? Like, now, a bar lounge, I get it. But for you to be a upscale restaurant, your music should not be that loud. I mean, you can have it a little loud, but turn that shit down a little bit. Like, it ain't the club, shorty. Now, I was told that they trying to give D.C. vibes. It wasn't giving D.C. And granted, a couple spots I done been to in D.C., they do play the music, but usually it's a big area. It's a bigger room. When you walk in, it's bigger. So when the music be loud and shit, don't bother you. Or it's brunch. Or that's the type of spot you know is like that. So you're not expecting. But I'm telling you, man, if I can go to the hookah bar, if I can go to the lounge and have a conversation with somebody and I can hear them, that means your music is too fucking loud in a restaurant. If I can go to a lounge that's about the same size. If I can go to Moby's, bitch, and have full conversations with people in there, and they got a whole DJ, yeah, your shit too fucking loud. Pretty. We just gonna put it like that. Pretty. Because it's, it's no reason why I can go into an actual lounge and I can hear. But when I walked into Black Swan, bitch, it was high school dance. Couldn't hear. 
So then, bitch, they had bottle service, which I was like, okay, you got bottle service. You bumping this music, but on the thing, it say you can't dance. So why the fuck is your music so fucking loud? But, I mean, granted, you know how our people be, bitch. They still gonna come out, and they still gonna twerk that ass no matter what. So some of them was still dancing. You think they said something? No. And I hate restaurants that don't abide by the rules, only abide by the rules sometimes. I hate that, because that's when it starts controversy. That's when it starts being like, all right, well, you know, I seen them doing it, so why you let them in, and now you ain't letting me in. It's like, you can't, you can't, if you say... No boots, no hats, no dancing. The moment you see somebody dancing, you should have somebody walk up and say, hey, it's no dancing in here. And that be that. Not waitresses walking past, not giving a fuck. If those is your rules, say something. Because the moment you don't say something, that's when everybody talking about you. Now everybody's saying you racist, discrimination, everything else like that. Because you didn't say something else to the same person that was doing the same shit. And granted... Sometimes you're not doing the same shit as that person. And this is to the person that that shit didn't happen to. You might think your shirt or your shoes or your pants is cool because you see Jimmy in there with the same outfit on. But Jimmy might have had something different on when he came in there. Or Jimmy might work there. Or anything. Like, you don't know. Jimmy might be a regular. Jimmy might have made a reservation. Jimmy might have uh, ripped them a new one and they let him sit down anyway. You don't know Jimmy's situation. So don't automatically attach yourself to somebody else and say that somebody is treating you a certain way due to the fact they didn't treat this other person. You don't know that person. You don't know what they did or how they got there or what they doing to get there or who they know. So don't be a motherfucking hater and think that. That's, that's all that is, is hating. If I let you into my restaurant, you feel me? And and you got on a green shirt, and I said no green shirts, but I like uh, Mac John in there with his green shirt on, you feel me? And then when you get there, I'm like, no green shirt. You look over at Mac John, and Mac John in there with his green shirt, and you be like, oh, it's a green shirt. Don't worry about why I let Mac John in, because you and Mac John is two different motherfucking people. So you don't know Mac John's situation or what happened with Mac John before Mac John got there, or something happened to Mac John's shirt, and he had to change into that green shirt anything stop comparing yourself to somebody fucking else unless you was standing behind mac john in that green shirt and heard the situation it's no reason why you speaking either go change or raise hell do do whatever you please but it's it's my choice that restaurant's choice whether or not they're gonna let you in and it might not have nothing to do with race it might not have nothing to do with that. you might have just been too disrespectful and now they don't want to let you in because you're disrespectful. It could have been anything. Mac John could have went about it in a polite way. Hey, sir, yeah, my girlfriend threw up on my shirt. This is the only shirt I had in the car. It's her birthday. And, um, you know, we already made the reservation. whoop de whoop 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 You feel what I'm saying? They might make an exception because he came in there, took full responsibility for the incident, noticed and respected the rules, and stated what the issue was. But you got motherfuckers that come in there, guns blazing, and wonders why don't nobody want them in that motherfucker. But Black Swan, I don't know if they upgraded, but when I went, it was trash. The customer service was trash. The manager was trash. That man had the old fucking audacity to ask me. No, he had the audacity to tell the waitress to come back. She come back like, oh, he said he only going to take 25 to 30% off because you ate some of it. What? Bring his dumb ass over here. Because who the fuck is he talking to? 
Bitch, I don't care if I ate a, a corner. I don't care if I ate the whole motherfucking thing. If I don't motherfucking like it, take that shit the fuck back and take it off my motherfucking bill. It got to the point, bitch, where I ain't even order nothing else. And that lobster macaroni and cheese was greasy as a motherfucker, but I think it was only greasy because when you put fried food over top of baked food, I mean, especially food with a lot of butter and oil and stuff, that's what you're going to get. Some greasy-ass motherfucking food. So I can't even fault them for that. But that Branzino was nasty as a motherfucker, bitch. I ain't never had nothing nastier. And I had it again at Chop Taken. It wasn't nasty, but it was giving over easy eggs. And if I wanted breakfast, bitch, I'd have went to IHOP. But, I mean, it is what it is. But basically, you feel me? I eat out so much that I decided to vlog what I do. And I feel like after, I, I, I mean, like I told y'all in the beginning, I did do the soft voice bullshit at first. But it didn't get me no traction because I feel like people don't relate to that. I'm a relatable-ass motherfucker, and I'm going to speak my mind regardless. So I figure, why not be me? Motherfuckers don't have that in this foodie world. Now, some people may think they're raw or they give honest opinions, and they may very well be, but everybody ain't motherfucking me. You feel me? Everybody ain't Brit did it. I'm going to say everything that nobody wants to say because I don't give a fuck. Like, I give a fuck about how my supporters see me. You feel me? But... And I give a fuck how these restaurants see me. I don't want to be like, you know, the person, oh, we don't want to invite her. No, I want you to invite me because I want you to want me to like your food. I feel like everybody gives everything a positive reaction. And let, and let me tell you, you feel me? When I first when I first went to, uh, uh, what's another one that I had to, to rip to God's? Ball One. When I first went to Ball One, it was because... So many people had asked in my comments. So many people break. I seen so, I heard bad stuff. Not as much bad stuff as I heard about Black Swan. But I heard bad stuff, but it was so much good stuff that it was like, all right, I'm going to give them a chance. Even when I went on TikTok, because, you know, TikTok was always my go-to. TikTok is like my Google. And I typed it in. So many uh, influencers and creators were saying, like, you know, well, influence and creator, I feel like it's two different things and, and the same thing at the same time. But that's another day I'm going to get into that. I might get into it on here. I don't know. But you feel me? It was like, like, I don't know. Like, it was so many influencers that were saying, oh, this was such a good time. Food was immaculate. Showing a restaurant. All of that. So I'm like, all right, it's, it's definitely got to be worth a try. You feel what I'm saying? Like, they had a bitch thinking she was stepping into celebrity motherfucking luxury. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm thinking I'm ready to walk in this restaurant and it's ready to be all gas, no break. Lit as a motherfucker in this bitch. About to be the best service I ever had, the best food I ever had, all that. I had high expectations. Now, anybody that say, oh, it's in Miami and it's good. I don't trust Miami's food. Because sometimes these restaurants in Miami be charging the arm and the fucking leg and that shit tastes like dog food. So, and usually it's the, it's the restaurants on the strip that taste like that. It was only re one restaurant on the strip. I can get them their motherfucking flowers, bitch. And that was that motherfucking Chinese restaurant over there on, on the strip. That shit was the fuck good. Can't even lie to you. That diner, that diner they got down there next to that gay club, that shit is the fuck good, bitch. But, I mean, 
I've had better Wendy's than restaurants. I mean, the best thing about Miami is their drinks, and they always trying to catch a deal. Oh, we got surf and turf, but most of the time, that surf and turf is dog food, bitch. That's a steak, Murray steak, or uh, Murray steak dog food, bitch. That's what the fuck I'm going to call that shit. Excuse me, y'all. I'm drinking my motherfucking coffee. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like nobody was truly being honest with their supporters. Now, genuinely, if they like it, granted, and they might like it, you feel me? And I'm not, I'm, it's a wide range of influencers and creators and foodies and, you know, just regular people that review restaurants and aren't foodies or are foodies. But it's a massive amount of people that'll show what they're eating or where they're going. And I feel like most of the time, not everybody's telling the truth. They not giving you the raw, raw, the real, real. You feel me? And if they are, they censoring it. No, bitch, I'm going to tell you how the fuck it is. And I know what I look for when I go to a restaurant. There's some people out there that might fuck with what I, you know, they might be looking for the same shit. So they're going to be like, shit, let me watch that shit. You feel me? To make sure that shit was given. Because sometimes you might want to go somewhere, but you're not sure the vibe that it's given. I'm going to give you the vibes. I'm going to tell you, you feel me? You're going to see my video of what the fuck I wore. Or you can like, all right, do I need to dress up? Do I need, what's the vibe? What's the music? What, what's the people? You feel me? You're going to be looking for that. So I'm going to give you the actuality. You can call me ghetto. You can call me uh, 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 unclassy. You can call me whatever the fuck you want. You feel me? But at the end of the day, you don't know me enough to call me anything. And the, and the motherfuckers that relate to me, you know what the fuck I am. A real ass nigga. Real bitch. Ain't never lied to y'all. Period. So, I mean... I feel like being honest to a certain extent is is massively important. So I feel like when people be like, oh, I'm scared to have her taste my food. Don't be scared because I'm the wolf gang puck out this bitch. I'm going to come in this motherfucker, you feel me? And I'm going to eat and, and, and I'm going to tell you the truth. And I feel like if anything, you should rather me tell you the truth instead of your restaurant views getting low and really not going nowhere thinking you're doing something right and you really not you feel me you need to hit a negative to balance out the positive you feel what i'm saying i'm gonna be that fool critic that when you come in everybody fucking scared because they don't know what i'm gonna motherfucking say one complaint you grabbing a plate and running to the motherfucking back you feel me and then you're not gonna and that and and that's another thing and i'm gonna touch on this and i'm only touching on it lightly you feel me because i feel like you know she had her moment but nobody's going to be eating off me every fucking day on every fucking thing. You feel what I'm saying? But if you saw it, you saw it. You didn't, you didn't. But I'm going to put it to you like this. Ain't no fool critic, journalist, newspaper uh, uh, station going to come to you and tell you exactly what they think unless it's good. You feel what I'm saying? The most they do is send something back, but they ain't going to be like, yo, this nasty is a motherfucker. You feel what I'm saying? If they don't finish it, most of the time you can tell. But you don't never know what's going to come out on the actual review. Now, you might have a sense of, you feel me, oh, she didn't really finish the play or she sent that back or whatever the case may be. Whatever. Some people might eat the whole thing even though they don't like it. So you'll never know until they get home. So... I want to say, don't be nervous when you invite me to places. Just be on top of your shit. You feel what I'm saying? Just make sure that you're giving your best effort, whatever that is. And I feel like, if, especially if you're inviting somebody that you know is going to review what your, what your product is. If you're doing my makeup, if you're doing my hair, if you're giving me a plate, 
anything. Let that be the best plate. Now, even if it's not the best plate to me, you feel me? Let that be your best plate, your best output. Because you put your best foot forward. You feel what I'm saying? And if you really want to know, you feel me? Ask. I don't drop my reviews. I I don't drop reviews right away most times. It might take me a day or two. So if you wake up the next morning and you don't see that shit, send me a message. If if I leave that night and you're anxious and you really want to know, send me a message. Hey, what did what 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 do you think I can work on or what what did you think? How did you like it? Anything. And I'll tell you my honest opinion. I might not go into death because my reviews I feel like are raw. I don't write shit down. I don't talk about it beforehand. These are really my thoughts on the matter. I process what I thought about it and I just talk. That's it. So I feel like don't take it fucking personal. Just take it as criticism, my opinion, do better, level up, and move the fuck on. I feel like people try to flip shit around and play victim. If it's nasty, it's nasty. If it's cold, it's cold. If it's not giving, it's not giving. You feel what I'm saying? I can't help what I think is giving and not giving. But I will tell you, I'm not going to stop and I'm not going to change how I do my reviews. I'm going to still always be raw, honest, and blunt because that's always been me, even outside of this. Anything that you watch that I do is going to be real, honest, raw, and blunt. That's it. That's that's all I pretty much got to say about that. Now, I will say I... I don't, I don't, I'm not a bully. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm never going to make somebody feel like they, they wrong for having their own thoughts or opinions on something. Everybody is their own person and I'm not going to single nobody out. I'm not going to do nothing like that. You feel what I'm saying? I'm honestly just telling you how I feel and it's nothing personal. Please don't take it personally. It's nothing to hurt your feelings. It's just my honest opinion. Now, if you feel like I ripped you, you know, I read you for motherfucking filth, bitch, do better. Invite me back. And and show me that you ain't that motherfucker. You feel what I'm saying? I hate a scary-ass motherfucker. It'll be times I walk into a restaurant, they immediately know who I am. You feel what I'm saying? They automatically like, oh, shit. Especially a, 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 a curry out or a small restaurant. Shit, bitch, I went to Wegmans the other day. The lady in the back making the sushi pull a mask down like, hey, I know you. You feel what I'm saying? So it happens so often. So often now. And I love y'all for that. Don't get me wrong. I love y'all for that shit because I really genuinely like cry about that shit because I've never had anybody to support me. You feel what I'm saying? I never had nobody to be like, yeah, you doing your motherfucking thing. You feel me? And granted, yeah, I got my mom. My mom was probably one of my mom and my stepdad have been two of my biggest supporters my whole entire life. Period. But you feel me? I grew up on on negativity. I was never, you know, giving positive outlooks on shit. I always got told what actually is going on. You feel what I'm saying? Like, nobody ever sugarcoated shit with me. So, growing up, I never really thought that I had to sugarcoat things with other people. Now, you feel me? I ain't going to get too personal on the matter. But, I mean, I feel like I really, really love the fact that y'all support me and the things that I do. And that's what drives me to keep going. Like, 
you know, what you know, that's what drives me to keep doing this and keep putting y'all on a certain shit and letting y'all know because y'all supporting me in the matter. Y'all, y'all listen, y'all hear me. You feel me? And it's hard when you feel me. You don't know if somebody is actually listening to what you're saying or actually hearing you or understanding. I've always, as long as I've been alive, always been looked at as the bad guy. You feel what I'm saying? Unfiltered. I don't know what to say out my mouth. I, everything I say is not right. Me, period. When I speak for me, it's not a right or wrong or anything like that. I'm never going to disrespect you unless you disrespect me. But I am a very, very direct kind of motherfucker. Like, I'm not going to not say it because... I feel like it's going to hurt your feelings because I feel like sometimes we need that. And granted, whether a person want to hear it or not, they need to fucking listen to it. And if I got to be the most hated motherfucker to do it, I'm going to do it. And another, and we, but we're going to move on from this topic. But that's how I pretty much started doing food reviews. Like, I just wanted people to know the honest opinions about these places that y'all want to go or have gone. That you might have thought that shit was nasty, but you ain't want to say it because you're not that kind of person. Or you feel like when you get on TikTok and you watch food reviews, you feel like some of us is lying or some of the creators is lying or influencers is lying because you feel me, they liked it and you didn't. So I feel like I had, I'm i that one that's going to say everything that you're thinking. That's why you call me the unapologetic commentator, bitch. Because I'm going to be raw as fuck every single time. Another motherfucking thing I feel, another question that I've gotten so often is about TikTok. You know, how do you get your followers or how do you maintain, you know, your growth or, you know, people just be asking me, how can they get popping on TikTok pretty much? Um, I don't, I don't, I honestly really, do, I can answer it, but. I don't really know how to answer it and, and, and wait. It's only because everybody's content is different. Everybody's algorithm is different. I might have some shit on my TikTok algorithm or Instagram algorithm that you might not have. So one thing I will say about it is if you have, if you're on Instagram and you get a lot of engagement you feel me? A lot of likes. You always responding and things like that. Like, you don't never leave a comment sitting. You might respond to more than half of the comments. You might respond to five of the comments, but you're talking to your supporters. You're liking the comments. You're doing things like that. People look for that. I feel like the biggest thing on all these social media platforms is engagement. You need to engage with your followers. You need to go live. You need your followers to see you. And I don't go live that often. I need to do better my motherfucking self. I just be so busy in the day. And if you could drive and be live, then I would do it. But you can't drive and be live, so I don't do it. But pretty much I feel like you just need to engage with your followers. Like your supporters or just people that pop into your live or pop in on your page. Just engage. Be personable. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's that's how I do it. And whenever you feel like, let's say you post a video and you got 15, 1600 views in an hour. And now you like, all right, I got 1600 views in an hour. 
you could, I would suggest that you post at that time every day. And I'm not saying you got to post. You can post every other day. You can post once every three days. You can post every single day. I feel like when you first starting out, you should definitely get attraction of how often you're posting, what you're posting, and what you want to talk about. And make sure you engage in. Like, when I first started out, I want to say I was posting every three days. Um, every three days around, like, 3.34 o'clock. And I would try to see what would hit on what days it would hit and stuff like that. Now, hashtags, I feel like, are your best friend, too. Um, you can use hashtags. But my biggest thing is engagement. You have to engage. And I feel like be yourself. Make authentic and original content. Because, like, I mean, if you want to be an influencer, but you want to be that influencer that be doing TikTok dances or, you know, stuff like that, it has to be something interesting because everybody's doing TikTok dances. So what sets you apart from everything else? Like, you can think that you raw, but are you really raw? Like... Are you willing to put that shit on the internet? Like, and most people say, oh, I'm raw as fuck, but they're not willing to, they, oh, I'm shy. You can't be a raw motherfucker and shy. You get what I'm saying? I had my moments. I never say I'm shy because I'm not shy. I'm not shy at all. I'll walk into any room and just not talk. It's not that I'm shy or quiet or anything like that. I just don't know you. And that's how I act. I don't know you. So I'll speak. How you doing? Yeah. Hi. You know, but I'm not ready. Keep on holding on conversation. Like I'm going to just go sit in my corner, eat my food and I say shit, be in my phone, shit like that. I'm not shy though. If you come talk to me, I'll talk to you. If I want to dance, I'm going to get up and motherfucking dance while I'm by myself or with somebody else. You feel what I'm saying? That's always been me. Like I'm a fucking situation. Like I just do what I want to do when the fuck I want to do it. And that's just how I feel. Like before I started doing this foodie stuff, um, I was really genuinely going to restaurants alone, like going to the movies alone, just doing shit by myself, loving me, getting to know me and shit like that. So I have no problem being who the fuck I want to be regardless. So I just say be yourself, engage and be interesting. Because just because, I mean, even being yourself might not be interesting to everybody else. Might not be funny or might not be something that catch. But you never know. So, I will say try that. And don't be that person that's like, oh, I'm always eating. So, I'm a, um I'm always eating. Uh, so, I'm going to just go ahead and make a page. Just because you always eat does not mean that you should make a foodie page. You get what I'm saying? Like, everybody goes out to eat all the time. You got some, like, 50% of the world go out to eat all the time. So, don't think just because you going out to eat that somebody want to see it. Because, bitch, I really don't care. Like, and that's not even being smart or slick or saying you can't do it. Do whatever you want to do. This is just my fucking opinion. I don't really care. Like, them videos where y'all be playing the music and shit. And, um, you know, with the, with the showing the food and the restaurant and saying 8 out of 10 and shit like that. I don't give a fuck. I scroll past them. Some of them, if I like the song, you feel me, and the footage, I might watch it if I really want to see or I clicked it by accident. But most of the times, I scroll past them. Um, if I don't like your voice, which I think is it's regular, I scroll past it. But most of the time, the voiceovers don't bother me. I prefer those because I prefer you saying what you think versus typing it. Because most of the time, it's hard to read all that shit. Like, 
just say it. Like, nah. Now, I will say that. But everybody is is not for certain things. Find the content that matches you, honestly. And whoever gravitates to you, like, as y'all know, I'm a part of the LGBTQ community. I'm not going to say, you know, LGBTQ, ABCDEFG, whatever the fuck. That's my community, you feel me? So... I'm more so lean towards my community because you feel me. One thing that I also um, wanted to focus on when I made these reviews is if not only if, you know, our people friendly, but I want to make sure in the vibes, you feel me and me being honest and, you know, me eating out all the time outside of that. I want to make sure that it's LGBT friendly before anything. Because it's been times that me and my girlfriend have gone to restaurants and immediately get like this this turn eye. And, you know, she has been out longer than me, even though she's younger than me. But so she's cool with it. She's used to it. But me, I don't like that shit. I don't like feeling uncomfortable. I don't like you staring at me. Like, I don't like that. Like, bitch, you can look. But it just be the ongoing stares or the... Uh, or the trying to tiptoe around us because of that, that, or, you know, just, you know, if you're in the LGBT community, whether you're a lesbian, whether you're a gay man, whatever you identify as, you feel me, you get it. It's been times where you feel like you've been treated differently just because you are gay or just because you are in this type of relationship. You feel what I'm saying? Sometimes people that don't know are ignorant to that matter. And not only are we fucking gay, we're black. So it's just like it's a it's a lot different for us in certain restaurants, but we go wherever we want to go, we do whatever we want to do, and I will say every restaurant that I've been to that is LGBT friendly has been very like open arms and don't treat us any differently than any other place because if they did, I would say that in every review. You feel what I'm saying? So I will definitely say that I mainly, and not mainly, but that is one of the reasons why we go. Like, we're going to start doing hotels. Um, like, you saw that I did Stay Bridge Suites when we went to Atlanta. We're going to try to do different restaurants in different areas, malls, just different places. So, you know, if you are in the LGBT community, you can be able to relate. Like, all right, they went there, you feel me? They ain't had no problems. So maybe I might be okay. Now, granted, you might have an issue. I'm not saying that you won't, but most of the time you won't. Um, I will, I will say that out of everything. And I do gravitate more towards that community. So I support my community. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm always speak on that i'm always because majority of my followers are a part of that community um whether they're male or female so those are majority of my followers majority of my supporters are usually gay you get what i'm saying so i'm i'm definitely you feel me i love it like i i can't even lie to you like i will say the LGBTQ community is one of the largest communities and very supportive communities. I know a lot of people say that, oh, you know, they don't support or whatever the case may be. I feel like they they are the biggest supporters I have ever genuinely had. And they're so genuine. And, you know, I love all my supporters, but I know my community for a fact. I love the fact that y'all support me as much as y'all do. You feel me? I love all my supporters, period, as a whole. So I'm grateful for that. 
But I will say whoever, you know, gravitates to you as a supporter and is a massive amount, you have your analytics. So you can definitely look at that and use that. It tells you times of when your flow was, you know, massive and you can do it like that. Um, so those are some of the things I think you should do as far as TikTok or any social media platform that you're on. I'm also on YouTube. I'm on Instagram. I just hit 1300 on Instagram and Instagram is one of the hardest platforms to gain engaging and active following because you can be on Instagram for years and have the same followers. You can have like two, three, four, 10 K, whatever you got. And only a hundred and something of them, 200 and something of them, whatever, 500 and something of them engage with you. So, and you have a lot of dead accounts, things like that. So it's definitely difficult to gain a following. So I'll say another thing that you can do to enhance your, your, your following or your business or anything is network with other people. Um, be conversational. That's why I said this business is not for somebody that is shy. Um, if you're not willing to step out of your comfort zone to do things, then it's not for you. It's being a social media on a social media platform as an influencer, as a creator, or whatever you want to be, might not be for you if you mega shy. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I feel like you can't be shy. Like, you can't. Like, you have to be willing to open yourself up to these opportunities or be able to speak on or speak up because. It's been times, bitch, that I've sent out messages, you feel me, to different restaurants and things like that, trying to network. I feel like it's, it's, you have to network. Networking is the biggest thing that will gain you the following and get to know people because you never know who, who people know. And a lot of people might want to fuck with you, but they don't. You feel what I'm saying? So I will say that. Um, I'm a very outgoing person. I'm always outside. So I feel like you can't be, I don't know if it's called an introvert or extrovert. I know it's one of them words, but you can't be whatever the one is where I think it's an introvert. You can't be an introvert where, Oh, I only go out sometime. Oh, I'm scared to go out by myself and shit like that. Don't be like that. Um, I feel like now I go out less alone because of the fact that, you know, Shit, I, I can't go nowhere without somebody knowing me. So I'm not saying that everybody's weird, but there are some weirdos out here. And after my drink was drugged, that blue agave, I kind of be a little lighter on that now. I mean, that happened probably like a year ago now, a year two. But it's just like now that so many people know who I am, you feel me? I feel a little bit more comfortable stepping out. But at the same time, it's like, all right. What if this motherfucker a widow and realize I'm by myself and boom, now he stalking me. So you just got to be careful. Be on your P's and Q's, you feel me? And, you know, find the content that matches you. Promote, promote, promote. Um, promote yourself more than anything. Promote your pages. And keep going. Post, post, post. Engage, engage, engage. Go live. All of that. Um, I will definitely say if you work a full-time job, like, and it's, it. You can do this working a full-time job. Don't get me wrong. But if you work one of those jobs where it's it's a lot of hands-on, where you barely have free time to even be on your phone, then don't don't try it because it's going to be extra hard. This shit is consuming. I want to say I spend between 8 to 12 hours or more on my phone 
as a whole. My screen time for one day, I think yesterday, was 11 hours. And that was at, I think it was still early when I checked it. But, no, it was like 9, 10 o'clock. So, it was like 11 hours, you feel me, of me just being on my phone for that day. And, you know, you work eight hours a day. So, imagine that. Think of it like that. Because it's definitely a job, you feel me? It's definitely consuming. It's definitely going to take over your life. Like, it's definitely, like, it's times where my girlfriend be like, yo, we got to schedule time. Like, she be wanting me off my phone for at least an hour or more. Or when it's time to go to sleep. Like, it's times I'm on my phone so late that... I don't even go to sleep till 3, 4 o'clock in the morning because I'm just on my phone. I'm scrolling. I'm looking at everything. I'm commenting. I'm liking. I'm this. I'm that. So it's it's a lot. Even when I'm out, I always got my AirPod in. I'm always listening. I even listen to my reviews myself over and over and over and over again. You feel me? Now, granted, I don't get no views from watching my own shit on my own phone, but I like to hear what y'all hear and get feedback on my own shit. You get what I'm saying? So I be so you feel me? Just make sure you know that when you enter in this influencer life and you trying to get on be on some paid shit, you feel me? Just make sure that you know you're gonna be on your phone a lot. Uh I will let y'all in on a, a few hidden gems, you feel me? Cause also in my comments is a lot of people like, when we gonna get some merch? When we gonna get this? When we gonna get that? You feel me? I'm working on some some shit for y'all, you feel me? Um, we're going to start off launching some hats, you feel me? Coming soon. Uh, other than that, right now, that's 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 what's in the works. So some of y'all that's been requesting some shit, some merch, you feel me? It's definitely going to be some shit coming out just for y'all. Now, it's going to start out as customs, bitch, because I want some hard shit. I ain't no, no low-key ass bitch. I'm coming hard. So... Definitely be on the lookout for that, you feel me? Uh, Whatever shit. I feel like it be so much. I feel like before you come in a certain restaurant, make sure you watch the videos. If you're truly intrigued by the shit, watch the shit, you feel me? Um, Yeah, so I feel like that's most of the questions that I usually be getting. Um, Oh, another question I be getting is, you feel me, what is my sexuality? Am I bi? Am I a lesbian? If you ask my girlfriend, you feel me, she'll tell you that I'm a lesbian because while while I'm with her, that's what I like. That's it. That's all. <laughs> but um, for the fucking record, bitch, I'm a pansexual woman. Um, I'm open to all walks of life. That's all I pretty much put it down as because motherfuckers be wanting to ask individual questions. What you did a trans? What you did blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, I'm open to all walks of life, no matter what they are. Um, if I find you attractive or if I like you or whatever, I don't give a fuck what you do, how you do it or what, what you are. Um, I'm open to all walks of life, period. So I'm going to put it like that. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like that's pretty much most of the questions. I mean, it is more. I probably got to look at my list, but we're going to end this episode here. Next episode is going to be about whether or not you feel like, and I need y'all to tap in. You feel me? Tap in. If a, if a motherfucker come in your, in your inbox and be like, I'm trying to get to know you, da 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 where we going from here, I want to take you out, and you like, all right, cool, so where do we go from here? And they like, oh, well, I guess we can set up a Dutch date. Now, bitch, let that marinate, and when we bounce motherfucking back, bitch, tell me what you think about a Dutch date, bitch. Mm. 
Thanks for tuning in with your unapologetic commentator on this good-ass motherfucking Thursday. See you next Thursday, bitch. Mm.